All right. Shane, the real deal meal. Future drone pilot for TMB Creative. And all-around badass. Yep. Mm -hmm. If you could describe this dinner with racers in one word, what would it be? Energized. I nice. Like it. I like yeah. it. Yeah. And accurate. Do I get a plus on that? You get you get free food. Ah, that's better. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. Thanks, Continental and hey, all right. Acura. Look at this guy. All right, you're my new you're, you're my new co-driver. Huh? That's what's man. happening. And now for dinner with racers, presented by Continental Tire, with your hosts Ryan Eversley and Sean Heckman. Placeholder Radio. Welcome to Dinner with Racers. I'm Ryan Eversley alongside my co-host and partner, Sean Heckman. And we are on day 34 of our season three podcast road trip, heading from Charlotte, North Carolina, down to Atlanta, Georgia, to wrap things up. And to do that, we had to cover something like 25 states and roughly 13,000 miles, all in my Acura MDX on what tire, Sean? Oh, that would be the uh, Continental Tire Cross Contact LX Sport. That's right. This year, we wrapped it with a really cool livery from my buddy at Foxy Wraps. Sean took care of us down there. Really loving the way the car looks this year. And we were fortunate enough to get to head out to Greensboro, North Carolina, where we met none other than Shane Meal. Now, if you don't know Shane Meal's story, he is one of the most unique cases in the sport today. Uh, Shane grew up in a racing family. His father is a very known person within the NASCAR ranks. Uh, and at a very young age, he was given some huge opportunities in NASCAR to succeed. He won in the truck series, drove for some big teams in Xfinity and Cup. But his career came pretty quickly to an abrupt stop in the stock car world to failing a couple of drug tests. He was suspended indefinitely, and then through the process of rehabilitation, realized that he was uh, bipolar and was actually diagnosed that way. So that kind of changed his life gets his act cleaned up, starts going USAC racing, he's winning races left, right, and center. He had a goal to become a next IndyCar driver, and then it all went wrong in a major accident where he found himself paralyzed after the incident in a sprint car. So now Shane has found himself uh, you know, confined to a wheelchair. His life has changed, but he's not done racing. He's helping coach young guys in racing. He's also uh, a part-time team owner with, the, with a sprint car and has one hell of a sense of humor and was able to really talk to us about his career. He was very open about uh, previous issues with drugs as well as uh, you know how his family has treated him before and after the incident and just a really neat guy that I'm super happy we got to meet. We learn about things like making 40K in your first cup race, doing cocaine with members of Kid Rock, <laughs> and, uh, and just his modern-day life and some of the challenges that he faced. So on uh, National Greasy Food Day, uh, we headed out to actually a place that was not greasy, the uh, 1618 Grill in Greensboro, North Carolina, which was amazing. I had the General Zao's chicken tacos. They were unreal. I had the chicken sandwich. You actually did have the chicken sandwich. I did. Uh, and also, uh, worth noting, we did not just sit down with Shane, but also his uh, parents, Lisa and Steve, who did not have headsets. They weren't part of the conversation, but you might hear random voices kind of interjecting from the side there, and that's his parents. But again, we're extremely grateful for the opportunity of Shane and his family to sit down with us. Uh, huge thanks to Acura for providing this car. Huge thanks to Mr. Dario Franchitti for driving this whole way. Do you guys know I'm originally from Cleveland? Uh, are you? Okay. All right. And of course... Uh, the biggest thank you to our sponsor, Continental Tire. Cross contact, LX Sport. Shane Meal. Meal. All right, we're going to.
start in five, four, three, two. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, it's good. Cool, 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 cool. It's clear. That's it. It's actually kind of nice because when we talk at speaking level, no one can hear us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you we can totally make fun of people yeah, right here. Like, yeah. no, I have no idea. And they won't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm not scared. <laughs> like, uh, I catch farts and I see a lot of asses. I mean, like, go through the, I mean, airports and it's amazing. Right. And absolutely disgusting at the same time. Right, right. I right. mean... Advantages are damn sure over yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah. Depends on how you look at it. How, how many farts in an airport a day would you say come your way? Poof. More than me, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I wouldn't even want to know. Okay. I, I, I couldn't even count, but I, I know I, you run through a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right, right. <laughs> you, you, you prefer not to go eight concourses over sure yeah you know, yeah the shorter the better you, you, you traveling a lot these days not as much as i was sure. um 14 and 15 we traveled a lot right and i got wore out uh, my mom dad and brother got wore out uh -huh. um both of them all three of them were trying to start businesses okay at that time um and right now are still currently, you know, doing very well with their businesses. So it was uh, time for them to get a little bit of room. I'd had five hard years of my parents being right there and my brother doing yeah. only me. And, I mean, even my dad, he'd give up his career for it, you know. To take care of you. Yeah. yeah. He, um, he, he just wasn't going to. <clears throat> Sunday night after the race, he wasn't worried about. Dang, man, we just ran on 12th or 15th. He's like, "How the hell am I gonna get home or then to Atlanta to see Shane?" Right, right. You know, so yeah. it was. It's you know how. It is. Cool. So what'd you do today? Today, Monday, I. Well, I slept in. Yeah. Good man. I've got this. Uh, new. My whole life, I've slept with television on. I'm scared of the dark. Oh, we are the same guy. I, yeah, yeah. I have been for the last week, 10 days, I've been cutting it off. Okay. And I'm sleeping so much better. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. We're the, we're the right. same age and I've not learned that lesson at all. Oh, yeah. so. I, I had, I'm having to make myself like yeah. I, 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 last night it was okay, one o'clock. Yeah, you know, having a I have a nursing aide there that's okay. with me. One o'clock, she comes in and cuts it off. Nice. I was like, uh, well, you know, maybe a little longer. Right, right. Nah, Man. that 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 wasn't how it. She stood up to me, and that's uh, she, normally she lets me go, but <laughs> she she was ready to go to bed too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 been an enjoyable. Ten days. Okay. Because I've really been sleeping. Yeah. Sleeping better. What, what's yeah. uh, wake? What's uh, bed o'clock? Uh, going to bed at one. What's waking up? Ten today. Nice. That's my God. Yeah, Me like too. That's Me a good too. solid day. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I tell people, I'm like, I've I've, I've raced yeah. my whole entire life, so it's I just eight o'clock is like the worst time. I can be somewhere at seven. Yeah. Four o'clock, I can be somewhere. Nine, eight thirty. Yeah. But something about 
the word eight o'clock. Not good. <laughs> no, it just scares the hell out of me. <laughs> I, I, I want I want nothing to do with it. Yeah, I hear that. I think a, a life in oval track racing might have suit you better than trying to road race because oh, yeah. road racing is all about like the nine a.m. practice session. Oh really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Not fun. Yeah, no, not we, worth it. Uh, and especially like. Uh, USAC racing there the end before I got injured uh, Levi Jones taught me he taught me the perfect way to, to live as a, a, a USAC sprint car driver that shows up at 4 and nice. is drinking beer at 10 you know yeah, yeah. And, that's, that's uh, my, I'm talking I'm all about that yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a good time yeah. Yeah. does he have a bottle to throttle rule 4 hours 8 hours yeah. no <laughs> fair enough sorry yeah. but um I don't, I'm a little, what is the bottle throttle rule? It's whatever you want it to be. Most people say four hours is the absolute last but ditch. The, the term is how late you can drink before you get in the car. Yeah, bottle to throttle. Oh. So, so if you're done drinking at 4 a.m., you could do an 8 a.m. practice session in theory if you're a four-hour guy. If you're a six to eight-hour person, you, you know, go a little easy. Yeah, I see what you're yeah, saying. Here we go. They've <laughs> right done there. that four hours. You yeah. Know that. Um, <laughs> Ugh, I don't even care. I sat on the pole at Texas, and right. uh, in the Xfinity, and I was um, I could only make one lap at a time. I'd have to get out and lay on the ground. No yeah. shit. Yeah, I was that. Um, yeah. I don't want to think I was um, still drunk, but I was damn sure hungover. Right. And right. Um, but I sat on the pole. It was like 191 <laughs> miles an hour. Yeah. It was quick. I um, the face that goes with it. And, yeah. you, and you had to run close to wide open and uh martin uh truex obviously whoever he, we've heard of him yeah one once or twice at that time he was in the eight car and the eight bush car and he was dominating and uh for us to outrun him i was like yeah, yeah. that's that's really good like, what if, just imagine if i was sober yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome all right before your parents show up Let's get all the let's let's get all the good stuff out that you can't say in front of your parents. So oh, like, shit, there's I, nothing I can't say in front of them. Uh, if there's something I have ever done, my mom knew I was gonna do it before I did. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, my mom graduated June 12th, got married June 23rd, 1979, had me May 15th, 1980. Wow. So my dad was out of town. Yeah. R- racing for the Petties back then, yeah. driving the truck up and down the road yeah. and. Uh, my mom honestly told my dad she wanted a friend, huh. and uh, she got she me. some company. Yeah, yeah. No and um, I mean, her best—that's my best friend in the whole world. That's—I uh, told her first time I ever had sex. Told her first time I had done drugs right off the bat. Really? I, oh yeah, that was my mom. I still don't talk about that with my parents. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm never. I'm close like that with my mom. Huh. Yeah, I okay. can tell her that stuff. It's, yeah. Well, uh, I mean, that's just. Uh, who she is to me, you know. Yeah. I mean, like uh, my mom was the lady that if if we got if you know we were stuck somewhere in the snow, my mom got out and got in the, in the vehicle, and got us out. You right, know what I right. mean? Uh, yeah. My dad not to say when tough sure. or nothing like that, but that's just my mama's role. And right. Um, well, we've never really talked to a guy who had a dad who worked in the sport the way your dad did. So, like your dad, Steve Meal. I mean, how often was your dad home? Oh, man, they didn't have a testing rule. Um, yeah, right. So, um, as a young kid, I don't remember him being home. And um, 
Then in uh, middle school, high school, you know, early 90s, late 90s, um, our, our only deal was to be home Monday night for dinner. If you were not there, it was, oh, man, you were in trouble. <laughs> I mean, that was the only time you were going to see him. Right. Tuesday, he left to go test. He'd be back Wednesday, Thursday morning. They flew out. Um, if it wasn't like, if they weren't testing, that was a time where um, at DEI forever when they won all the speedway races, oh, man, he'd go uh, work all day, and then that's my mom. She's oh, yeah. cool yeah, as hell. He'd just go to work. I mean, yeah. go to the wind tunnel. Yeah. yeah. Eight to eight. My my dad, one year, I can't remember what year it was, we worked 350 days. Yeah, right. That's a lot. Yeah, that's uh, that's only 15 days not working. Yeah. yeah right. Hello, Mom. How are you? This is my mom. Introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Ryan. Nice to meet you, Lisa. Sean, nice yeah. to meet you, Lisa. Not enough. We're podcasting right now. That's fine. You're free to join. <laughs> She's like, that's fine. You're free to join. When you get paralyzed or injured, you take a lot of meds, and there's times I feel like my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Stop. No, 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 no. we're good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. There's times I feel like it's growing in my mouth almost. It feels like yeah. it's dry, you know. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. And so where were we? So you, so you had a, a your house had a lake and a whole backyard thing. Well, there was no, a lake house. It okay. was a lake house. Oh, okay. Do you blow shit up? Um, Sterling Marlin did. He was right across the oh, street. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. He was great at it. He was the king of uh, hell. He he had uh, quarter sticks of dynamite. Oh, no way. Nice. Yeah. Tape them to bricks and right. throw them in the water and <laughs> nice. let it go down. And Fish would come floating right. up dead right. in hell. <laughs> and he's like a full-on adult at this point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah. yeah. Grandpa Sterling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is late 80s or 90s. No, my family bought it in 1990, so this right. is... Sterling's already won the Daytona 500 right, right. this time. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. What an idol. Yeah, you know yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, now you're yeah. looking like this guy yeah. can wheel, and he's fun and blowing shit up. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, but at that time, you know, I mean, the coolest dude in their sport was Tim Richmond. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, near, you Might know? be of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Closest. Yeah. I mean. Was that your guy growing up, Tim Richmond? Huh. Pretty damn cool. Yeah. You know? Especially when I got old enough to realize what the cool I thought was cool. Right. Right. You know what I mean? I like, I probably think someone driving by and flipping someone off, driving by is way cooler than someone else. Okay. Yeah. You know, just because. At 38, I still think that. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just how I am. I, I, it's like, haha, beat you there, or got you there. <laughs> right. Or I just passed you, mainly I just showed you it was one-handed. <laughs> yeah. you know, that, that's yeah. what I liked. Yeah. It was just. Right. Were you the kid in the neighborhood that when one kid would jump the ramp, you'd go a little bit bigger, a little bit farther because mm-hmm. you had to show them? No, because I was, I, was, um, I was the only one that had motorcycles and stuff yeah. like that. So I was already going yeah. bigger than most. Right. Nice. Yeah. Right. Now I had lots of friends that um, come and got on stuff and crashed. Sure. Way worse <laughs> than I ever did. Yeah. I mean, we had some really. Well, my parents had uh, six acres behind mm-hmm. the house, mm-hmm. and uh, it was connected to power lines. And then oh, my yeah. grandparents had 
land across the street, and uh, I just I would I'd ride all over the street too. My uh, my family owned the nursing homes in the in the little couple thousand people town, and uh, they employed half of them. So I felt like I, I was like, oh man, this town's mine. I'll ride a motorcycle through it. Do whatever I want. Yeah, I so you're that. just that asshole yeah, kid just I, running around. Total. Here comes me. Total, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, uh, and then I got a car. Oh, oh boy, yeah, here it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. hell broke loose then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you moved into late models? Well, I um, <clears throat> raced go-karts from about 10 to 14 to 15. That's I actually was tried to race motorcycles. Oh, okay. I, um, it was something you could practice more, you could do more, race more. Um, I enjoyed it. And um, we had a little three, it was a tri-state motorcycle championship uh, series. And I won the points. And it was only because the guy leading broke his collarbone with a okay. couple of guys. Yeah, sure. But that got me invited to a, a real national. Oh, like yeah. Like AMA national. Right. And um, it's at, like, mm, David Bailey's dad's track. And so um, mm, Travis Pastrana was in my class. Ricky Carmichael, Bubba Stewart was in a little huh. on a little sixty. Yeah, I was on an eighty. Yeah, and uh, I retired that day. <laughs> I knew that, I knew that <laughs> motorcycle right racing yeah, was yeah. not for me. Right. And um, I went to playing hockey. Okay. I played ice hockey from then on until nice. I was. Um, it just you weren't allowed to run late miles till you were sixteen. Sure. Okay. At this time. Um, now, your dad's out 350 days a year, so how are you doing all this racing? Are you doing it all on your own and transporting your own cart and motorcycles? Do you have a oh, guy yeah. rolling with? I had a, um, when I raced motorcycles, my, and go-karts, my uncle took me. Okay. okay. No, my mom's brother. And I had a guy that raced, uh, that changed tires on my dad's team, that uh, raced go-karts too. Okay. He went with me. So and you knew about the setup and shit like he that? He set it up, yeah. 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 For us taking it and all that, he set my go-kart up. Right. Um, he was a great, great setup guy. I mean, I had one. I know. Where were I'm sorry. No, that's no, not good. That's yeah, great. basically, so you're doing the late model stuff oh, and, yeah. and, and trying to figure that out. Yeah, I um, After the Legends cars, I, I wait till I get out of high school. And um, that fall it's it's the fall of 98 we start putting together a late model um my dad's never at home he's still racing trying to make a living to pay for this race car you know (laughs) my dad's not my dad's been smart with money he wasn't raised with money and he wasn't gonna say here's a hundred thousand dollars Shane go by go buy every part and uh, find a guy to build it for you now, I obviously had to have someone build it for me, and me sit there and watch and try to learn. And it took a long time, and we got it done about my birthday in 1999. I was 19, and um, boy, was I terrible. I mean, I was terrible. And uh, come to find out, I had the rear brake calipers upside down. <laughs> um, 
just small things like that see and my dad it. would look yeah, my yeah. dad would see it and yeah. wouldn't tell me okay okay but i was supposed to find it and that's right. why uh i can i feel like uh there's lots of people who don't believe this but i feel like i can go uh tune a lot of cars to where they went to race uh-huh. um i can we just i help these i help young boys and midgets this year right um, I saw it on your Instagram. Yeah, yeah. a boy, uh, a kid won two races in his whole career for this, and we won five out of the last six and uh-huh. won four in a row. Yeah, that's badass. And I'm not saying that I'm all the tune guy. But you're helping. But I help. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. I, um, I helped with my trucks. I felt like I helped with my bush cars. I felt like um, when we had our dirt midgets, when, we, when I had my, all my sprint car stuff, I did all that. My midget stuff, I did all that. But... I really learned a lot that first year, and then I, um, at the end of the year, my parents got me an engine. They, we found a sponsor that helped us get an engine, brand new. I'm talking from the best guy at the time. Right. Well, actually, he's still the best guy, late model building, and uh, they had a 50,000 to win race, uh-huh. and qualified on the outside pole nice. of, like, Scott Riggs. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like. Big and, boys. Yeah. That that was in like uh, that week I learned about the brake calipers <laughs> and I got an engine okay. and I was so damn excited. Ooh, and about two weeks before that I got an enclosed trailer. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. So you're living large yeah, now. Big, I mean, I'm big doing, time. We're doing big things. Yeah, right. We are doing big. <laughs> you're gonna have that big time auto racing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And uh, <laughs> we 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 uh, were passing for second in that race and me and second got to uh race and i end up taking us both out or we took each other out and well, uh, if you're a proper it driver cool, it wasn't your fault yeah i don't care okay <laughs> yeah um he was big time and i was just trying to make it but either way the next year i won <clears throat> i don't know six or seven races i had like 13 poles in a row and uh one i think i won four or five races in a row i i had uh Really good year. Uh, my dad told me to go race at Concord. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because on Sunday mornings, the owners sure. open up the newspaper and they're going to read, oh, Shane, you won another race. Right. Yeah. It's right. not like they're going to go, not to, I mean, Rick Hendrick's not going to go pick up the late model digest. <laughs> sure, sure. And read about it. He's just not going to do that. And uh, a good damn thing, my dad has been around racing long enough, he knew that. And, he pointed me in the right direction because it wasn't like uh, I ever had the sponsor gig or the PR guy to walk me. You know, it wasn't like that. Um, you you built your own car. You took it to the racetrack. And um, <clears throat> you showed up clean clothes and to look cut hair. Yeah, you know what right, I mean? Right. But it, it, I, I wasn't. I never had my own T-shirt until I bush raised it. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't, and I thank God it wasn't. Right. And I say that now, even though I'm injured, because uh, that taught me that I can figure it out. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, okay. So I had no clue. I didn't understand anything about suspension or long trailing arms i'm like oh my gosh yeah crazy and, yeah but uh and you're racing against these guys like adults yeah, that have been adults. doing this weekend week out they know every little full tweet. time yeah right, i right, mean right. no i mean they're, they're testing and 
We weren't testing. We were getting the car fixed from where I bumped for 12th. Raced like hell. <laughs> right, you know what right, I mean? Right, right, right. And uh, it was a good experience. But Now, where were you trying to go? I was trying to make it big time, full time NASCAR. Yeah. 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 And uh, at that time, uh, they were starting to do driver development. And uh, my dad uh, wasn't interested in that. He didn't want me to do that because for $50,000, you got tied into somebody that if someone else called. You couldn't that, do anything. Yeah. Yeah, right. And my dad's like, well, I mean, he said, I made $99.23 a week. It was close as I could get to 100 bucks <laughs> in tax for my pay. Right. Mm-hmm. Now I live at home, so it isn't like. But my uh, car chief, I say, who was my buddy, right. he had to. Me and him both had to live off that ninety-nine dollars right. yeah. cents. Yeah. But it was, um, it was a damn good experience. Yeah. When you when you look back at your career, was that the most fun because you didn't know what you're doing, you're learning? I thought until I went USAC. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's. It's so professional, very, 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 very professional, the way it's ran, the way the fans love it. But it's cool and okay with you to go out and have a beer with the fans. Right. They're not going to say, well, that Shane Neal was drunk last night, and they're going to be hey, You see him drive that thing sideways? He was drunk as hell last night, too. <laughs> you know, I mean, which I thought. I, that suited your style. Yeah, I don't yeah, mind yeah, yeah. that. You yeah, know what right, I mean? Right. I didn't like hearing, oh, he didn't drive or because he was hungover. Because I didn't. I never, I don't ever remember driving like bad because I had been drinking. Of course, I wasn't that, I'm not that big of a, of a hardcore drinker much anyway. But when I wasn't using drugs, alcohol is legal. Yeah, right, right. right. And alcohol made me a lot wilder than marijuana. Sure. You know, pot. Yeah. Pot was my DOC, drug of choice, whatever you want to call it. Uh-huh. And um, that's just what I I used. It. Uh, um, I'm bipolar level two. Right. So I have. Clinically uh, diagnosed. Yeah, yeah. clinically. Um, when I went to rehab, <clears throat> Talbot Recovery Can- uh, Center, it's ran by neurologists. Uh-huh. They go. Right. Uh, it's not just a 12-step program. They go to. They actually. They want to find out why you use drugs right, or like what makes you. Yeah. yeah. That that happened in 2007 when Seven. you got diagnosed when you were at the yeah. treatment center. And then by that point, you're all you're 27. 27, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it took from a what long I'm, time. I was saying, from what I'm told, you were like using marijuana at the age of 12. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, that's a 15-year right. span before anybody figured something that out long. that this drug yeah. addiction is actually a problem. And this is, I'm talking. I got diagnosed with ADHD at five years old, and uh, that was 1985, okay? So 22 years I've been on medication for ADHD. What did they prescribe you? Ridlin first. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was the, That's that was the got, thing, right? yeah. yeah. exactly. And um, then it went to Wellbutrin and Adderall, and then uh, blah, 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 blah. I can't even, who knows? Sure, there was a thousand. And you were... When the pot thing came, you were you were self medicating. I mean, was yeah, that just something you chose really to do? Was, like you're out with your buddies. But, but that's it's like, not a lie either. I'm right. not just making yeah, that yeah, up. Yeah. I mean, that's. I wouldn't say it if I didn't 
you know, that really was. Because there was times after I got kicked out of NASCAR, I didn't have to use any medicine because I was really self-medicating enough. Well, let's, say, let's talk about it like as it really is. You probably weren't referring to it as self-medicating. You were talking about it as like, this makes me feel better yeah. about everyday life. Yeah. Right. I didn't know that it was exactly really self-medicating. because like, I feel better. I, I'll keep doing that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, I didn't know that my mind was off as much as it was and um, it took learning like when we went there we took IQ tests and watching it and how much higher excuse me it took it higher every couple of weeks when you took it it just made a lot of things understood in my mind you know yeah Yeah. but this was still in it it was so three and a half months is a long time you live in normal apartments so i mean you can and you live in a group so you have say colors there's three colors all right if you there's four people living in a two-bedroom apartment there's 16 people in your called a group um you lived in apartments on Riverdale Road in the hood, what I mean, <laughs> I listen to rap. Yeah, yeah. Ti yep. is from talks about That's nonstop, right. yeah. and uh, I mean, Two Chains' new song, first song is Riverdale Road, and uh, but I live right down in there. Do you I live in Inman Park, but I kind of yeah. grew up in the Atlanta area. So I, yeah. I love that place. Yeah. I love Atlanta. Yeah, you spent a lot of time there. Yeah, yeah. I have, especially. <laughs> uh, it's done a lot for me yeah. that damn city. Yeah. It, it fixed, uh, helped me with my brain and helped me with my neck. Yeah, we'll talk uh, about the Shepherd Center. I had yeah. a friend that went there as well. Oh, cool. Yeah, so we'll come back to that. But um, this place made it to where if you're going to mess up, mess up here, you know, that you know, because you could drive in your own vehicle to the apartments. To You had to go do all, everything was off campus, you know, so that you, you, you made. And then the next day, you were some people were drug tested so or, or so literally yeah. letting you run loose to test you yes okay and they'll uh, now you might one color might go a week and then that'll make a addict go hmm they ain't peed me in a while I can, I can go play yeah. yeah or ooh they just peed me no I have some time I got, yeah. I got a window and yeah. burn them right up get them the yeah. next day right. and there was lots of people that uh, did that I never did so um, what, what would happen if you day, got caught um you might get some more weeks okay. depending right. on where yeah, you were yeah, at. Yeah. Um, I, 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 the day I, I said I quit, I, I quit. I wasn't. That was it. Hell yeah. Um, uh, this place was forty thousand dollars for three and a half months. Oh wow. Yeah. And um, man, I wish I had forty thousand right. dollars to hand out to lots of people I know because it's not even all about drug use as much as the mental stuff I, I think something like that would do for people right. because I mean you, you you learn or I, I learned a lot about myself I learned a lot about situations I've sure. been in sure. you know way more you, things you kind of grow up in that I thing, did right? yeah. I was about to say that yeah. I, I, I felt like even my dad says it uh, I grew up. I become like an adult. You know, yeah. I was a child, young adult, whatever you want to call it. And then I was an adult. You know, I remember my dad. Uh, my dad would come down every Tuesday. You're allowed to come down, and go to dinner. Yep. Yeah. And um, my dad would come down, 
and there was this guy that come in our hotel, our apartment and if you were in another group you weren't allowed to come over and I was like hey man you gotta get out of here uh, <laughs> and my dad still says he's like well I knew when you were trying to actually keep order in line that you would actually change your yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had changed the way I lived my life right and yeah. uh, that's pretty cool because he still says it and it's really a cool you were like It's 10 years. I mean, I just had my 10 year, right. and uh, it's pretty cool. Because you were like the voice of reason in that situation. You're the one that's like, hey, you're not supposed to be in this yeah. room. Don't and, you yeah. and your dad's that. probably like, oh, yeah. Shane's the one that's what kind of keeping him in mind. Yeah. Yeah. Normally, it would have been him having to say right, that. Right, right. You know, yeah. and I actually stepped up and said it. So my dad was very proud of me. That's and cool. yeah. and uh, I got to be... Um, lead speaker of graduation whatever you know i, I kind of won it okay you know and uh that was pretty cool graduating yeah. I'm, i met um i have a friend that is i met in there um awesome friend i mean he lives in tuscaloosa alabama i have a friend that lives in i mean there's are 10 people that i still talk with that i met there okay. that are my real friends you know anybody that i hung out with before yeah. most time was using drugs too you know right, so right. I don't need to I don't need to really be around that um but I have a friend right now that I met there that is back in there right now oh, that's a bummer. Oh, wow. yeah it's a bummer but yeah, yeah. he's back there and he knows he's getting treatment yeah, yeah, yeah. sure and uh, he's like again and that's what he says he's like he, he knows this time he's gonna lose his wife I feel I feel bad because this is uh he was coming, it was a, the day before Thanksgiving that he was coming home and a 17-year-old boy was coming the other way and they were both speeding, but the 17-year-old boy lost control and they hit and the boy died and that put him in a bad spot because yeah. he lost memory and stuff, so... He doesn't know if he how all of it happened, you right, know. Right. And ah, uh, man, you can be in that, that 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 would put you in some deep hole. I could imagine. I I yeah. I wouldn't want to imagine, but for him to come out and say, "Hey, I need to go somewhere," yeah. you know, it wasn't. Yeah. Exactly. It's a good thing. Yeah. I'm excited. So you don't get diagnosed until 27 for having bipolar disorder. So at this point, everyone just thinks you're just a hothead. It's just this guy yeah. who just gets I'm angry at everything. I'm already banned from NASCAR. And right. Everything. Now, we, we've seen the stuff that we've seen on TV, but even like growing up with karting and, and some of the late model stuff, what, what kind of altercations were you getting yourself into? None on the road. I mean, none on the racetrack. Yeah. I mean, I uh, always, I, um, I was a fighter. I enjoyed yeah. fighting and... Um, not bullying i i hated bullies i would stand up for people that would not stand up for themselves yeah. sure and um come back to it if when when we tell you i mean that's why i went to drug rehab do y'all know that yeah, yeah but the story was i mean i'll let you tell it but the story was was you got in a bar fight right yeah yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, so 
tell us that so, yeah, story. Tell, tell us about the bar fight. I uh, We got in a bar fight. Now, at this point, you're, you're banned from NASCAR at this point. Yeah, like, this things is, are not going well no, for you. No, this yeah. is, uh, like, Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. Where, where are you? Uh, I'm in Cornelius. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, not far from here. Well, what was the bar? Do you remember? Hooker. Uh, no, no, no. I wasn't at Hooker. What's the one on the water? Rusty Rudder. Oh, you're at the uh, Rudder. Oh, yeah. I'm okay. at the Rudder. Yeah. And, um... Friends with the owner, so yep. I know everybody. And there's this guy, keeps like dancing and, and like bouncing into me, and like purposely knocking my beer. In me, or I think he is. And I'm like, hey, bud, my beer. And he's like, oh man, sorry. Now is that your trigger? Don't touch Does your beer. Does it again? No, I mean this is like the third time. Yeah. And I'm like, oh man. And he uh. I just punched him. I mean, <laughs> he, was, well, he was smarting off, and his buddies, he had a couple of friends with him. And, um, Do you have, you have buddies with you, too? No, I was by myself. And, and that didn't bother you? No. Because that's well, kind of the I shame you like, I, I've envisioned. Is you're like, uh-huh. I don't care how many there are, we're doing this. Well, well, that night, that is how that happened. <laughs> <laughs> but it, um, oh, that was a heck of a fight. I don't even remember much of how it went down. And right. Finding out now, bipolar. Really, I was blacking out. I remember being outside, talking to the cops, and the cops all, you know, those guys went to jail, not me. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't like I was in any criminal doing problem. Yeah. And um, the that was about two thirty and seven o'clock in the morning. The sheet hit my hand. Just the sheet. Yeah. And. Oh, I about cried, uh-huh. and I drove myself to the hospital, and I said, "Oh, I've gotten a fight last night. I, I broke my hand. I'm sure. Would you X-ray it, please?" And, and it's uh, all bloody. I'm sure it's all mangled uh, up a bit. It's a little rough looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wasn't gonna clean it because it hurt. Right. And um, that couple hours there, I didn't even have my insurance card, so my mom. So my mom had to. My mom drove my insurance card up there, and uh, I said, "You've got two teeth lights in here. <laughs> we might have to amputate." <laughs> Literally two no teeth lie. in your hand. <laughs> two teeth. Because <laughs> they're they're like yeah, under yeah. the skin, right? They're in bed. Yeah. Right. I and um, you could you see the scars right there. Okay. Yep. Oh, yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And um, there was a bacteriologist from Somalia. Okay. So you know he had fought a lot of nasty stuff with not as much medicine as we've got over here. Sure. So or I was ho- I was thinking that in my mind. I'm like, oh well, I'm good then. Yeah. And uh, I was in the hospital for seven or ten days. I can't remember. And that's a long time. Yeah. yeah. Especially and for I, a hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And. Um, Ah, when they had, when we were fighting, I'm sure that, I guess it was the, his buddies or the, or the bouncers or somebody were fish hooking me so bad that if you stick your tongue down there where your cheek and all yeah, that right. comes in, that was all ripped apart. I could, oh, man. I could Jeez, go yeah. farther. Right. It was yeah. a nasty fight. Uh, it was rough. Yeah. But I saw, I saw the kid about uh, two weeks later getting my hair cut and his jaw was wired shut and oh, yeah. my, I'm, I'm sitting like this my brother used to call it the cobra <laughs> because my right. hand was pointing <laughs> out right, yeah. Right, yeah. And, like, and I had to carry it like that because you know? it was all tight and, yeah, well, yeah. and it, the blood uh-huh. would get to it if, I, if oh, it wasn't right. you gotta above keep it my above. heart yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. so it really looked like the 
Shut <laughs> up. It was funny as hell. Cobra. Yeah. And um, I, I was like, that wasn't worth it. Uh, I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm. You know what I mean? Kind of grunting with his mouth shut. Right, right, right. And uh, I, I, I did. I, it hurt so long that uh, as soon as my hand got better, I drove to Atlanta July 23rd, 2007. Yeah. Check myself in. My. Uh, so that was sort of your. You decided for yourself that was sort of your rock bottom, and you had yeah, to get this taken care of. Yeah, I mean, I'm having teeth taken out of my right, hand. Right. Yeah. And you could have lost your hand from the infection. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, two also, which is kind of something that you need to know. Um, the doctor said it had been cleaner for me to stick my hand in his ass than his mouth. Really? And he said, think about that next time you kiss your girlfriend. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was like, thanks, Doc. Man. Mm-hmm. Who's hungry? Yeah. 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 That's it. <laughs> right. <laughs> One of the things I heard you say once was... I'd run over you for the wind. Hell, I'd run over you for seventh. Mm-hmm. And then later in life, I heard you say you had made a million dollars by the time you were 22. And so that probably played into the fact that you had this attitude of like, man, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm racing NASCAR. I'm a good-looking young guy. I'm partying. No one's, no one's stopping me. I'm able to be myself. Do you think the money and fame and all that success had anything to do with that? Or is that, that you have been that guy? I was that way what? already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Through high school, my... My dad was the NASCAR guy in town. Right. I had the black Mustang in the 90s oh, yeah. with the Roush motor. Yeah. yeah At yeah, that yeah. time, I was, I had the big bag of pot. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. that's just how it was. And girls, girls like that. Of course they do. And yeah. so, I don't know if they liked it, but they acted like they did. Sure. Hey, hey, who cares? Right? That's just Having the way fun. I, yeah, yeah, I just, I just thought that's how it was. Yeah. You know, my dad had, had my dad and mom had it set up to where, I had cooler stuff than most, you know, sure, my sure. parents, had, my dad worked hard, nonstop, mm-hmm. like I said, and that, he did that only for us, mm-hmm. so that we can have stuff, because he wasn't, he didn't have that growing up, no, yeah. he wasn't given, you know, his, uh, my grandfather had a stroke very young, my, and um, he was a uh, lawyer, district attorney, yeah. um, I mean, really good at what his job, but they had like seven. They're 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 Northern Catholics. You have children until your body can't perform anymore. Right. And um, lots of kids, lots of people, and you know, it was something that my dad wasn't gonna have. You yeah. know, it wasn't gonna be a struggle because you know my grandfather could not work, and my dad wasn't gonna lose because of work. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So when you're getting to race, you know, NASCAR stuff. Are you are you pretty sure you're gonna make it to Cup? Like when you're starting to do the Xfinity uh, races, or are you like I don't know I, what's gonna happen? I don't really. I I finished first. I mean fifth in my first Bush race. Yeah. And it was Dale Jr. Dale Jr. Michael Waltrip, Tony Stewart, me. Yeah. They're pretty popular companies. Good, good group. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. the first. I was the first. Yeah, you're the only full-time non, guy. Full-time yeah. Yeah. Top yeah. five. Yeah. Yeah. Pressure? Were you feeling just from your last name? Ah, I felt like uh, I had it easier. Okay. You know, I never. Uh, it's good um, to hear you say that because a lot of people will yeah. go the other way. Mm-hmm. No, I, I knew at that time I was racing near him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now I felt confident because if I need something, he can actually see it in person instead of me calling. Because yeah. once I got good and once I started learning, he would act. Me and him could communicate. Right. Yeah. Right. But until I was like, 
wasteful. You know, yeah. at first it was just, well, why is the master cylinder upside down? Well, that was dumb for me because air is only going to go higher. Right. You know, it's just one of them things yeah, where it's like be common time. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Common sense. And uh, he would always say, it don't cost anything to pay attention. <laughs> and that's, a, that's like really that a good. Yeah. And um, we did good. We beat Kenny Wallace all that year. And I know that that's... Kenny Wallace was a Bush uh, Xfinity driver that always going to run in the top ten. Yeah. yeah. And that was his goal. For sure. So we outrun him a lot, and it made me feel good. Yeah. I felt like we were um, a pretty good rookie team. Yeah. So, so you get tested, and this is no three at this point. Yep. And, uh, and, and that was when they were testing for, like, erratic behavior. Yeah, they, they, right. it wasn't part of, like, the routine deal it is mm-hmm. now. Jason so what do you Keller think triggered I, it? Well, um, Jason Keller and I got into a sh- uh, – I bumped him. He, he might have crashed uh, mm-hmm. that night. Um, he got really mad, come and tried to wrestle me or punch me, and I kind of jammed threw him on the hood mm-hmm. of my car. And uh, a guy that worked on his team I had smoked pot with, and he was like, <laughs> and pointed fingers. That right there put um, put a flag on me uh-huh. to where I was good, but I could be different. Yeah. You know, I could be having a role. So basically that fight with Keller, because you'd been smoking out with one of his crew guys, yeah. as part of that fight, the crew guy kind of ratted you out. Yep, yeah. and he okay. sure did. And, um, you know, at the same time, I was, uh, was NASCAR officials that yeah. same yeah. night. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, Nobody wanted to hear that, and I wasn't going to so be a, a big tattle. So there was a whole group of you, and yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm just not, I'm not, uh, I don't know. I don't like to, I'm not You tattle. keep to yourself about yeah, that I shit. I mean, that's yeah, me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, if someone else got caught, that's on them. Right. Yeah. You know? Right. Um, so. And how often are you smoking pot at this point? Oh, every day. Every single day. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. From the time I yeah. work. Except for racing days. Okay, you wouldn't smoke on the day race. Weekends. No, I yeah. didn't even take it. Yeah. I didn't but like take if practice it is on Friday, you'd, you'd go up to Thursday doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, even after practice, mm-hmm. Friday okay. night, okay. someone, well, if someone took it on the plane, I would. Okay. Because oh, okay. we're right. fine You're going around. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. Yep. So yep. if they would, I, I, I would partake. Mm-hmm. But um, I didn't take it with me or not, anything like that. So, so at what point, you know, you, you on record said you use cocaine like a hundred times, according <laughs> to Marty Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at what point does that start? Because, I mean, like, every kid in America has smoked pot at some point, except mm-hmm. for Sean. Except for me. And, uh, you know, it's, it's not hard to come by. It's legal in certain places yeah. now, you know. Um, but cocaine's like a bigger deal. Yeah, right? it was. That's where I – well, I – if you don't mind me asking, without without a name, I don't want a name or anything like that. When's, when's the first time you see it? You had a party. Someone's got it. I seen somebody have it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I was seventeen, eighteen. Sure. Sure. Yeah. But I uh, I could use the day I got home from yeah. racing. Yeah. And by the time I got back to the racetrack, I would be clear. Right. So all it did was switch over to me using another drug right to do the same thing yeah and, yeah you know and it wasn't the right 
it wasn't even correct. You know what I mean? It didn't even uh, work with my brain. Okay. You know, it wasn't something that made it right. Yeah, you know, like right. I felt like the... Well, like a lot of people use pot to like calm themselves down and kind yeah. of just like chill, you know, stress yeah, out, whereas cocaine like tends to have the other effects. Yeah, was, yeah, I was, up, not, yeah. yeah, I was just more worried about how much fun I was going to have on Sunday on the lake. Okay, so that's you what know, it was all about, yeah, the party. That's all it was about. Yeah. And um, yeah. took all week to rebound to come back from it. Right. And uh, then... Did you have your own boat? Oh, yeah. So you, were you the guy that was like, if you're on Shane's boat, it's going to be a party? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, well, I think so. Yeah. I mean, that was... Me and... We, we had a bunch of friends. I, I moved there and... A lot of my friends uh, had lived there forever. You right. know, was a really good friend. Uh, he introduced me to lots of friends, and meeting him made me meet a lot of people that are still my great friends right. today. You right. know, and so you're carrying on crazy ass. Is there anybody on your level at that point, like another driver that's your friends with that sees you and is like, hey, Shane, you gotta knock this off, man. Or, no. or is everybody just, uh-uh. everyone's on the same train having a fun time? Uh, a lot of them didn't know. Oh, they just didn't know about no. it. Yeah, I copy that. Uh-uh. Yeah. I was good at hiding. That's right. what I had done. Right. I had yeah. cheated we on had him and I had, oh, okay. I had done drugs my whole life. I mean, that's just what you do. Right. Yeah. You learn to hide when you're a, a lying drug addict. Sure. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Yeah. And that's what I was still. Yeah. So you're sort of your your party circle is a little bit different from the guys to track. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, when it comes, when I got home Saturday night. Uh, yes, it was. Kinda, but okay. it was still half guys, and half. But still, well, yeah. Okay. So it was like, I mean, if obviously that mechanic that that called you out with the Keller fight, if he knew because he was smoking pot with you. Do you think the word was out on you that other drivers might know? Like, hey, you know, Shane's out playing. You don't want to run around with him because he's getting into trouble. We shouldn't be getting into. I know. I know. I don't think that was between someone like, thank you, someone that was kind of to my uh, thoughts like a Jason Keller, mm-hmm. he would be someone that would think that away. Okay. You know, but I don't think that, you know, Jeff Gordon didn't think that way. Sure, sure. Uh, Sterling Marlin, I raced door to door with Mark Martin. None of them were, I don't feel like they ever thought that. Right, right. Now, you went on record and said uh, that, that during that time that you were just shitty to people yep. um, and that you were sort of probably more miserable then than you've ever been. Yeah, um, I and I mean, we've, we've seen a lot of the, the YouTube clips of flipping off Dale Jarrett and crashing into Casey Mears 600 times. <laughs> um, like, what do, you, what do you remember about yourself at that point? Uh, well, 2004, I was, um, at that time, I was racing for Billy Blue. Mm-hmm. Great trucks, fast trucks. Yeah. Um, Richie Waters was my crew chief. Right. Um, total asshole. Just treated everybody in the shop bad. And right. It was just a just one of those things. You or, or Richie was a total uh, asshole. Everybody. I mean, he was. Oh, he, he was. was. He right? was. Yeah. yeah. Now, okay. he was an asshole to you. Oh yeah, me too. Okay. The, the week when we won, we never spoke to each other. No. Because we had fought that day. In the uh, that week before we left, yeah. yeah, and we never spoke <laughs> other than on the radio hmm. and won. And then we talked on the ra- uh, we talked after we won, obviously. So you end up racing. You're doing cup. Your your trucks, the whole nine yards, getting a bar fight out of the rudder, and you think, all right, I gotta I gotta take care of myself. Uh, yeah. So you go to rehab. Um, 
you because you had already gone through the NASCAR program, which is basically yeah. like a couple step thing. Not enough. And yeah. It's not enough, right? I, well, they yeah. were trying really hard. Yeah. NASCAR was new at it. Yeah, right. I mean, it's still a new concept uh, for them. People weren't. Uh, they hadn't done any drug testing for. Uh, they haven't done any. Um, they hadn't done any drug testing, except I mean since Tim Richmond. Right. So, it was a big mm, area of me lying, mm-hmm. me going, oh yeah, I smoke, but right. barely, right? You know, stuff like that. But well, you're just trying to get away with it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to get it cleared up as fast as I could and back on the track. Right. Wasn't the right way to do it. Mm-hmm. So you failed the second time, and this time it's for marijuana and cocaine. No, three just for later. cocaine. Oh, just for cocaine, excuse yeah. me. Oh, interesting. That's three years just, later. Just, I mean, really, you know what I mean? That's kind of for just for coke. Um, but, yeah, just only, I should say only. Right. How's that? Only cocaine. I had uh, been, I'd been uh, we went to, uh, with some friends to Myrtle Beach, and it was uh, bike week. Yeah, probably uh, crazy. Yeah, I mean, it was, it wasn't really, I didn't take it with me yeah. or anything, you know, because I knew it was going to be too close to racing, and yeah, I don't know, it was the beautiful women that drug me into it, Sure. and uh, I come back, and um, that was on a Tuesday, and I practiced, practiced qualified on a Thursday. And um, they said, all right, we need you to test. And I, I left. I bailed. Mm-hmm. And I hauled ass. I went and changed suits. And I just got in my truck and hauled ass. Yeah. And my parents were calling me. You need to come back. And you. I should have never listened to them. Right. Really. I mean, it was, I feel like it's a lot. I should have not listened to them. End of story. Mm-hmm. I... On lots of things, really. I, I should, I should just went and hide, and they would have never found me. And if there's no urine, there's no fail. I don't right. care right. if they you, say, you would "Well, you didn't dodging show it. up." Right. Yeah. You can yeah, get, I don't care. I don't your mindset care. probably is, yeah. "I can lie my way out of that." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dodging yeah. is not as bad time, as a positive yeah. test. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. They're like, "No, you have to come back now." Well, first of all, what do you think triggered it? the test because at that time it wasn't random like uh, it I don't well I was told that Felix Sabatis' daughter who is uh, married to Armando Fitz oh yeah okay mm-hmm. um at that time Armando we were doing that uh 24 hour bush uh 24 hours do you remember that bush series uh 24 7 they followed oh the TV yeah, show yeah yeah, yeah. NBS 24 7 yeah NBS yeah. that's what it was yeah and um Armando always wanted to joke around and talk junk about our team. And uh, I got bad mouthing his team on t- live yeah. about <laughs> As um, you do. financing. Okay. You know, because he was terrible at it <laughs> and it embarrassed the hell out of his daughter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, I'm dead rich, but Armando wasn't, you know. So uh, supposedly she saw me at a Adam Petty event at. Hmm, What's it called? Hey, like a Victory Junction event? Victory Junction. Okay. okay. Yep. Um, and it was uh, right around the time Adam had died. Yeah. And uh, there's no way I would show up somewhere like that 
using it's like a charity drugs. event doing that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, right? just it wasn't me, you know. If I was doing that, it was going to be I was out drinking, at a party, hanging out. Yeah, yeah I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't one until I got deep into drugs that I would hold up, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and just chill at home. Right, you know? right, right. Not, but it's a it's a weird week because I know I don't I, I, I when I leave I go to a GNC uh-huh. and I buy one of those like pass your drug test kind of kits yeah yeah yeah, yeah. drink water drink water drink yeah. water cranberry Hearing juice phone, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Phone, yeah. how do you know phone. all this Sean because I work <laughs> in comedy <laughs> especially for a guy that's never done anything right uh-huh. anyway. he only drinks wine with Mario Andretti sure. that's actually true yeah. But it doesn't make sense now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Is you, and I you don't drink either? I don't drink unless it's with Mario Andretti. I understand that totally. Yeah. <laughs> but is that the only time ever? Only if Mario Andretti's around. Well, no, no. I used to drink when I was 16. Oh, and okay. I gave it up because yeah. I saw I was not going to be good if I yeah. kept going. So. That's that's super cool. I mean, I like I think, I like things like that. I think yeah. it's pretty cool. Um, I forgot. What in the hell were we? So, so you're... So what 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 you think? I, oh, you that it out? week. Yeah, that week was rough because. Oh no no! I'm at the GNC. Mm-hmm. You're buying the kit. I go right. hide in a gas station parking lot and drink water, water, water. Drive around, drive around, pee, pee, pee. Just flushing everything out you can. Yeah. Yeah. And I finally come back to the track and I go in and I fail the drug test. And then I go uh, party with Three Doors Down that night because I knew I was in trouble. <laughs> and I was good Like friends. the band? You're hanging out with the band? Yeah, I was really, I was a good friend with them. And, uh, it's a hell of a way to blow off steam. Well, I'm just going to go with Metallica now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't bad at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right then, Three Doors Down was yeah, super, they were the super shit. Yeah. big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and the guys, they're, they were really nice. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they're, you wouldn't think that they're rock and rollers, you know, right. but that might... Kid Rock was the same kind of way. Yeah, yeah you know? sure. He was actually a little trashier than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> and I was expecting trashy. You know? Right, right, right. Yeah. You yeah. So you got to hang out with Kid Rock too? Right. I Yeah. Um, I was a rookie, and I was going to Bristol, and Tony and Dale Jr. had to do a autograph session somewhere near... Marshall University. So we stopped in there, and Kid Rock was playing. And Dale Jr. and Kid Rock and Tony Stewart. That's when, like, Dale Jr. had the Kid Rock car and stuff. You remember that? So I'm on, like, I'm on the stage with Kid Rock. I mean, I'm backstage with Kid Rock. I'm backstage with... Yes, please. Me and Uncle Cracker are tight. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're banging elbows. No. And you've got it in the back of your head that you just failed your drug tests and you're probably in a bunch of s*** with NASCAR well, and everything. this isn't then. I, mean, okay. I didn't go see that. This was early. That was, that was when you hang out. That was for Kid Rock experience. Yeah. Oh, okay. so, yeah. Kid Rock. So, sorry. Yeah, fast yeah. forward, you're okay. hanging out with Three Doors Down. Yeah, Three Doors Down. Knowing now, that you I'm probably tr- just f***ed up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm knowing. Like, um, mm, I, I used that night. Yeah. Yeah. Because I knew I was. Well, she already took the test. Already. It's too late at this yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Flipped the quarter. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yep. Um, so I uh, I knew what was going to happen. And then next week is rough, you know, not knowing. Yeah. How's it going? Is it? And uh, we're fastest in practice. 
by a lot, right? several tenths. And uh, they come kind of shame when you talk to you. You know what this is about. And um, they weren't going to come and tell me I passed it. Right. You know, yeah, you just right. wouldn't hear anything probably. Yeah. yeah. And um, they talked to me. I was like, ah, oh, it can't happen, can't happen. Couldn't have happened. And uh, I uh, felt it. They put drivers in it and drivers in it. And uh, none of them really did good. Kind of made me feel happy on that note. Sure, right. You know? Kind of like one but, small bright spot. Yeah. A bunch of bad ones. Yeah. I think, I'm like, oh, man, it'll be okay. Because really, at this time, they were going to just give me two years. I was done till it was, this was 05, I was done till 07. And they already said it, you're done till 07. Cool, got it. Um, with them not, they hadn't started testing me or nothing, I didn't know, I mean, so they just called me randomly, I'm like, hey, go. Uh, you're at home or something, or? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They came to your house, or did you no, have to go there? No, called, I have to, uh, there was a place anywhere I was at, they would have to tell, you know, I'd have to tell them, and there, there'd be a center somewhere near there for some yeah, reason. I'd be there within an hour or two hours. Yeah. I can't remember what it is, but it was. Um, now, did you try during that time to keep clean? No. Okay. No, I had. Uh, I was like to the point that uh, I was like, "That's what I am." So you just so I you're said, I'm a you're drug user. You're 25, uh, and you're just like. It. This is this is who I'm going to be. It's what it's I am. over. Yeah. I, I just guess I'm you're just gonna, a... You're happy to give up the career driving, and you're just going to be... Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm just going to go race some kind of something. Something that yeah, will let you do. It'll work out. I'll just keep yeah. going. Yeah. Right. 25, you're going to live forever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, something's going to happen, something. And uh, we all know how that works. But I... um, Man, I, I, I got to where... Um, owned a landscaping company. I uh, worked, went back and worked for Billy Blue on the race team. Uh, they made me run errands. They hated me. I, I I won the first race for them, but they thought I stole from them all the time. And uh, I don't really know their issues with me. For some reason, they they disliked me. And um, But, you know, I would uh, get to line the cars up, you know, work on other stuff. But mostly I ran errands. Okay, sure. But I was a professional errand runner, I believe. Yep, right. Yep. And um, then I went go to rehab. And I get out in October of 2007. And, man, I'm not lying. My life has been so much better. And, yeah. and not in... Not in me saying because I'm not using drugs. I mean, like, really better. You've got, like, you know a clarity I mean? like, that comes Yeah, through. yeah. I, I'm, I come out of there, man, uh, clear my mind, drive, and not to go right back to racing, not to go... Like this is part of your catharsis for yourself. Is I, mean, that your- I mean, I'm uh, really... In, I, I enjoyed right then being accountable understood as a human you know what I mean like um, on medicine that 
worked with my chemical imbalance because, I mean, believe it or not, I mean, people can say what they want. Your body's run off chemicals. Yeah. At least up here it is. Yeah. And, um, and so you made the decision at this point, racing is just sort of part of kind of the bad side that you didn't want to be part of anymore. Well, not that as much as I wasn't worried about it as Coffee. far as if it jumped in my life, it would have to jump in my life. You right. know, because it, you're not going to dedicate your entire life seeking it out. I wasn't even worried about it. I wasn't yeah. even worried about it. I, for sure, driving. Okay. For sure not driving. I wasn't, I didn't want to really, I didn't want to go after driving again yeah. because I didn't know where that would put me. And you'd have to give up, I mean, beyond the fact you're now on an indefinite suspension with NASCAR, you'd have to give up your entire life, which makes you very vulnerable to bad influences. Yeah. So. I, um, I was just more worried about waking up and knowing that I didn't use the day before. Yeah, that was pre- pretty, pretty, cool. pretty, pretty important. And um, man, six months later, uh, Lauren Rainier came to me. Yeah, I met Lauren. Yeah, and he came to me and uh, said, "He come pick me up." At, uh, my dad had just started at Ganassi. Yeah. Well, my dad had been there four or six months, and uh, I'm at Blues. I'm working. I'm, I'm the secretary at the time at Billy Blues, um, and. He just shows up, so let's go to lunch. Cool. You want to drive anymore? Yeah. Are you done driving? I'm like, I, I, I don't really know. What am I going to drive? I'm like, hey, I ain't make anything, make any money. Might as well learn to right. do something to where I can make a living. I'm I'm, I'm quarter of a century older. I'm I'm 27 years old. I need to get my together. Um, and he said, man, I've got a little bit of funding. You can put together a little bit of funding. We, you know, you go, you, you sack racing. There's a lot of guys that make a living. You know, I mean, you're not going to be a, a millionaire. Right. But I'm not going to go mean, hungry. Hundred thousand dollars is a lot of damn money when you just gotta play around. Yeah, right. You're just you get playing. to go play race cars. Yeah, yeah I mean, you're right. playing. <laughs> and this is what two thousand eight. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So, Ryan Clawson is driving for Ganassi at the time. Um, Tim, his dad, lined us up with the deal and set it up. Great. I mean, I won first midget race, won one second midget race, won the first sprint car race. Um, run second at my first national event. Um, so at this point, this is the career now. You're going to be a USAC driver. I'm going to try. I'm actually yeah. going to try to. I want to go any car racing. Right. That was okay. the plan. Be the next American Open Wheel star. Right. That's Open what I wanted yeah. to do. I, even I felt like, like it, even though there was a lot of road racing, like you could go like the Ed Carpenter route and try and just. Yeah. No. I um I road oh. raced twice as a kid. Um, I did it. Uh, go-karting one time and it was at Rockingham they used to have all this road racing and I qualified third Sam Hornish was first it was one of them deals and, um, then I ran third at Mexico in Xfinity I'd never road raced before um, and it wasn't I'll tell you if I looked up into it, it was, I actually raced that my way there it yeah. wasn't like I just pit stop and fell into it um, and you're not making NASCAR money, no, but you can, but like you we can, talked about this with Brian, yeah. you can make a living. You can make a good living. Yeah, yeah. 
The fans Have are really into it. Yeah. Sell t-shirts right there. Right. right. For gas money, for He's beer money. So it was um, lots of really, really cool opportunities. I knew that I was going to have to learn dirt. Yep. I knew that I was going to have to learn to run bigger cars on dirt uh, because I had run some late models. And all you've been doing in, when you were a kid was carts and late models. Yeah, I've done So Silver Crown, Midget, none, all, of none, none of this was mm -hmm. new to you or was old to you. No, first yeah. time I got in a open wheel car was first time, uh, 2008 when I got in it and um, I got, yeah, I won the first, yeah, I got very, I was lucky, but I've also, I drove so You've many more laps, yeah. call, I mean, right. compared to anybody, and um, so it was easier for me to feel, kind of pick it and up. understand, yeah. And, yeah, grab, you know, now I wasn't, I, I wasn't going to win a race yet against the big dogs for the simple fact that. Uh, the cars wore, wore the tires out faster than I would have ever thought. I okay. mean, a 25-lap race. Yeah. You know, okay, I was a rookie. Casey Kane was a rookie. Yeah. So that year, I was like, man, I, I, he was who I was worried about. But I was like, I've run too many 300-lap races. He, he's not going to have anything. He's only run 25 lappers. Uh, those cars changed way more than 25 laps than a late model did in 300 laps. Okay. And, um, and the track changes quite a bit, too. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. pavement, dirt. I mean, you'd be running pavement in a line change, you know. And, that, and that's cool. That doesn't happen very much. You know. Now, this whole time Before. you've been through heaven, you're clean this whole time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. All of it. Yeah. I'm still, I mean, I, I, I drank alcohol some, but I, I don't consider myself... I was an alcoholic, so I, right, that was when we I feel like I was all right, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, I don't drink now. Did something fill the void? You know, like some people will go through rehab and they'll come out and they, they find exercise or religion or, or art, music or anything? No, just no. right back to racing. Well, well, see, it wasn't right back to racing nonstop every weekend right. because up there you have to – it's like anywhere you have to buy your way, right? Pay, you know, fi find a way in. Somewhere. Yeah, whether yeah. they don't care who it is, you have to always pay for your own ride, yeah. whether someone something. else does it or right. you, or right. you know. But but you did some cool. Sh I mean, so like in you, you're not used to driving these kind of cars, and yet you're out running midgets with some of the biggest dogs out there. You win the Hoosier Hundred, which is like one of the. If you're from Indiana, that's that's the one that's you want to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Rich Vogler Classic. Um, the, uh, the the uh, Pat O'Connor, right? Yeah. And uh, and you, nobody just takes the midgets and wins that stuff in the first couple of years, and yet you did. Well, like I say, I had um, lots of laps, um, good equipment, good cars, confidence, confidence. Because yeah. I um, when I first come in, I was I won automatically. Right. I won the first couple of races. They stuck me in divisions to where I could win. Yeah. So that I wouldn't be racing dead last and not even understand or learn about the car. Right. I mean, it was a it was a good program. I know a lot of why Brian Clawson was a smarter racer as he is, is because 
the way his dad did it. Because yeah. I've seen his dad do that to several racers. Okay. So you get to Terre Haute. And how much do you remember that weekend? Oh, I don't. I remember that Tuesday I was testing in Toledo, Ohio. And I walked out of McDonald's on that Tuesday. And that was the last thing I remember. Really? Really. And then I remember waking up on the plane ride from North Carolina to Atlanta. Yeah. Then I woke up. Yeah. A lot of people were around me. It was weird. Yeah. So basically, October night, 2010, you're qualifying, single car run, go down the back straight, big run into three. And car gets a little bit loose. Legend has it, you said, this is qualifying, I think. And you said, I'm going flat. That's what they say I said. Yeah. And Sounds right. I could see myself saying that. Yeah. I mean, um, especially there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they changed the setup for it on the car. But they knew that I was going to run wide open. and that I, but, I, but, I, but, I, but I was probably going to set quick time. I was fast in practice and uh, got tight. And it just... Uh, if it, had, if it had been a sprint car with an aluminum motor in it, it had flipped out of the park. Yeah. But it having that but couple hundred pounds stock steel block. Yeah. And this was a silver crown car. down, yeah. yeah it was heavier. Yeah, because it gets up on two wheels, yeah. pops it, back, pops up there, and mm -hmm. then it basically, the top of the car impacts the, the wall, the perfectly horrible angle. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Just it the was worst almost, way it could happen. Uh, there's none, nothing. I mean, the tubing explodes to an extent. If right, because you, you it's the first thing to hit. Yeah, that's yeah and your head's right there. Yeah, I was um, lucky that I actually set so low in them. I set so low because I was so short anyway, but my uh, head was around my knee. They said when they got to me that my head was around there. and It's not, it's not, well, and um, it took I mean, I, I only see it. I look at it, and it's just smoke. It just bent so much down. But if I was building a racetrack, I wouldn't put the up for wall. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of wondering why that it's there. That wall, they don't have that at um, Daytona. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You know, and I know they have safer barriers now, and, and I know that's probably cheap, and but that's not good for anybody. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. I mean, perfect of design. course, mine was the perfect timing. It would have, you know, it was one of those things to where the way I crashed isn't something that happens a lot. Yeah. You know, it's very rare. <clears throat> but it only takes one. Yeah. I mean. So, you, so you've watched it, it sounds like, several times. Oh, yeah. I watch, it doesn't bother me. It's yeah. fine with it. I'm, um, and it's life. I'm, I'm real weird about uh, reality. I, li I, I like reality. Yeah. And I get it. It is what it is. It is what happened, and um, it's something that I've fought through. But it's also something that has made me who I am, you know. And I don't mean as the fighting through as much as like the. I feel like my um, goodness, you know. Um, it sounds stupid by saying greatness. I don't mean that. <laughs> I mean as in my. Like clout, you know what I mean? I feel like I'm worth more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, because I went through that. I, you know, people always say I never. I didn't. Shane Mill didn't have to experience. <laughs> he got. He got into racing because of his daddy. He ain't never. You know, 
blah. And it's like, damn, man. Okay, <laughs> fine. I broke my neck. I'm fighting back through it. Is that enough for me right. to make it racing, guys? I yeah, mean, right, come right. on. But uh, because I have, I've heard that my whole life about, oh, Shane, if uh, blah, 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 and we've been racing late models at Caraway for 20 years, if he'd have got the ride, he'd have been good at one damn track, Caraway. Which, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's just how it goes. And, um, so your you're first, so your first, go ahead. Well, I'm going to say let's walk through the incident real quick because most of our fans are road racing based. So they might not really know the whole deal. So you get airlifted immediately out of the racetrack. You have uh, a massive head injury. You have a fracture of your C4 through 7. C4 through 7. C7, excuse me. Um, they're Pulling my carotid artery. I had uh, I threw up in my lungs. Yeah. Uh, aspir- aspirated, I think that's called. Okay. And they had to do a trach? Afterwards. Afterwards. They didn't have to do Because of the fluid? Uh, hey mom, why did they have to do the trach? They do the trach because you can only have a vent down your throat for 14 days. Oh, okay. Okay, okay, right. And um, that's how, in in the beginning, that's how they run his feeding tube and all of his antibiotics down through the trach to get to And then eventually they do the trach and then they do the stomach. he has three holes where they ran his feet tube and, and his antibiotic tube. At one time, he had 18 drugs running through his body off of pumps. They were infection. I mean, they knew he was going to have um, really bad pneumonia because he had aspirated so bad. They knew what, what was in his lungs was in his stomach. Um, so they knew that they had to do... 18 hours worth of neck and back surgery that they wouldn't have done in four days. They had to do it. No, they had to do it back to back. Because they knew they they were going to have to leave. There's only only one out of three hospitals in the country that has an upside down bed. And they knew that he was going to get pneumonia so bad that he was going to have to go in it. It's $18,000 for 12 hours. Yeah, sure. But then on top of that, he got arms where your lungs hardened. So we, his room was, and he had a fever of 105. We had, they put him in a room of um, 65 degrees, and they would put a pad. He was upside. That's the only time Shane never looked wrong. After his injury, all he had was six stitches right here. His face didn't swell. His head didn't swell. He wasn't black. He wasn't blue. His chest wasn't even black and blue. From the seatbelts. Yeah. Well, they didn't stop me. The seatbelts. Seat yeah. The seatbelts didn't hold me. Right. So. But the, I mean, the, the damage was from the, the head impact so and everything. So they knew that. So they made these room 55 degrees, and everybody would take two-hour turns of sitting while they rocked him in that bed upside yeah. down. That's when his face flowed. Okay. okay. And they'd rock him, and you would just pull out what was coming out. Did I lie when I told y'all the food would be good here? <laughs> no. Did, you, did y'all like it or not? You can only stay two hours because it was so cold. Yeah. Did y'all like it for real? Really actually. Okay. Really good. It actually yeah, good. Yeah, seriously. So after we left Indiana and we went to Charlotte and we went back and then we went to Atlanta, we flew his nurse um, from Atlanta 
Mandy to Atlanta because she had a brother six months before that had crashed in a motorcycle accident. She only worked two 12-hour uh, two shifts a week in um, neuro ICU. When Shane came on board, she said, look, I'm, I'm, I'm every day here. I have to save this kid's life. She was only 26. And it was because she, he reminded her, to her, of, it, of her brother. And, um, but she wouldn't pull overtime unless she could work with Shane. Yes. And it was one-on-one. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was that bad. And she, she finally came to Atlanta the 1st of December after we got there, and she said, I really don't know what part of that you didn't understand. But you know, do you realize how close he was to death? And I said, never. I always knew if he heard my voice, he wouldn't die. That's awesome. Wow. He would fight to the end because he, yeah. Well, well, he actually did die three times. Yeah, well, yeah, he flatlined three times. Only when his brother walked in the room. And we walked in one time and he was flatlining and I got behind a medication cart and about flipped it over and the lady said, they're doing all they can. And I said, they let him die, they're not. But it wasn't that he was really dying from his injury. His spinal cord was just sparking. All right, well, let's keep my where I okay. Yeah, let's keep going. <laughs> She'll stall out. So, <laughs> the meatloaf. Yeah. So you wake up. Uh, you said you remember being in the plane going. Yeah, flying south uh, to, to Atlanta, Atlanta from North Carolina. Yeah, I woke up and my uh, mom and nurse were around me, and um, then I got to Shepherd's and um, it, it was. The Shepherd Center in Atlanta, which is like one of the best, best spinal rehab facilities spinal in the world. Spinal cord brain injury places in the world. Yeah. And they just kept saying, Shepherds, Shepherds. Right. And I remember when I found out what it was, that... Um, <laughs> oh, um, I just saw that Shepherds was... Damn good place. It had all sorts of stuff on there. Oh, yeah. I mean, you go through there, and it's just poster, cover of this magazine, cover yeah. of that yeah. magazine. Yeah, they want it all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it looks like it was the place I needed to be, oh, and yeah. I had the right therapist. Right. Every therapist I had, I, like, looked into everyone. I, I feel like even today, when I go back there, yeah. I, um, my PT... Is now the lady that runs all the PTs. Okay. So she was obviously she must have been to me damn good. Damn good. Yeah. Uh, the other girl that was my OT, she, yeah, she is still head of. She's big time. She's, okay. Um. Downstairs and um, beyond therapy, which is private. Yep. This is where you have to no insurance. This is straight hundred dollars an hour. Yeah, right. To get better. Right. And um, it shows. Yeah. And it works. We we've talked about this with people before that have been told like you'll never race again or you'll never do this or whatever. Does anybody say to you like, hey, you're paralyzed? You'll never race again or, or like uh, what, like how I is how the, is the news delivered to you? Uh, they uh, check you out for a month or so. They research you. And uh, 
<laughs> there was this doctor that uh, I didn't really like before this. Um, called in there and <clears throat> you have a little, <clears throat> how do you want to say it? They break you down, tell you about yourself, where you're going to be, yeah. yeah. Uh, what to expect. They said, don't expect to, you know, you're not going to walk again, you know, expect to be in a wheelchair, you know, your left side, you know, we might be paralyzed due to stroke, you know, work hard, but don't expect too much. Right. And, um. At that point, how much mobility did you have? Oh, not very much. I yeah. had, uh, I, I mean, drove on my wheelchair. Now, I drove all completely, I drove bags. I, I mean, that was hooked to my arms. I drug them through the doorway i just yeah. for our listeners who can't see you right now you're sitting right up in front of us you've yeah, been eating and, and drinking and yeah. using your limbs very very well so yeah, right. so yeah. for going from not a lot of motion at all right no i mean i remember moving my thumb that was, i thought that was awesome yeah right right, right. Yeah, That's really a huge it was day, like right? i was like oh. yeah yeah and now i can move toes on both feet i can straighten my right leg you were out. juggling when you walked when you rolled in here we were like dude man he's on it yeah, not a, bad, huh? <laughs> but i mean really i have uh improved and done so much more due right. to the health right. and workout and the, the great people that have been behind me because if um you can't do any of this by yourself oh yeah no and no that is I mean, I have more love from my parents and brother and friends and people that are around me than anybody I know just because the way they show it and take care of me. You're right. You know, and, and uh, there's times that I flip out and I yell. and I, Sure. Everybody has a bad day, right? I don't mean to. You know, some days my bad day, day might be bad. Yeah, right. And the way I show expression... Is only through my voice because I don't have anything else. <laughs> so even if I'm not, you know, that amped up, it sounds like you I am. Be, you know? Yeah, right, right, right. But <clears throat> I sure am grateful and glad to be where I'm at. And, yeah. and um, ah, it sounds stupid. I did everything I wanted to do before I was 30. Yeah. I know. I mean, as a kid, I just said I wanted to race NASCAR. Yeah. I actually, I just said I wanted to race against Smart Martin. Okay. And I did that. Yeah. And. Uh, even in cup, I did it in bush and cup, and I, that's all I really cared about. <laughs> and um, so I did that. I uh, won a truck race. Did some. I had some bush poles. I won on dirt. Um, so I, I'm content. That's why I say I would really like um, to make some steps in the paralyzed field. You know, okay. see what I got going. I yeah. um, I do the robotic legs. Okay. okay. Walking. Uh -huh. I'm the. Um, I'm the international study because my brake is so high that they can't sell them in the United States. But, like, what they'll do is they'll send people from Denmark or okay. Germany or Switzerland over to use me as, they're like, okay, get up in this and you'll go walk. And, I mean, and it works like a Segway. Okay. You know, so if you lean, yep. legs work. Right. Well, see, I yeah. have feeling. Yeah. You know, I know when I'm tilted. Right. I know. I have all that. You know, most paralyzed people don't have that. Okay. And, uh, like, I feel everywhere. Yeah. You yeah. know, I, um, so I have feeling to where I can keep my hips forward uh -huh. enough uh -huh. to where it's going to walk. Yeah, you can. You know? Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. Most people can't feel that's, that. That's huge. Oh, yeah. man, you ought to see me on it. Yeah, I'd love to. If I could. <laughs> hey, Dad. 
are not really good on them uh, walking legs. Oh, yeah. I mean, really, <laughs> not not being funny. Yeah. I really, and you got it'd be something that I'm on, I would be able to figure. I think that I could use. Yeah. yeah. One day without walkers. Yeah. And then this Segway, when it's done, it the one I use, it, it electrically stems. Uh-huh. You're stem. talking yep, about. Yep. Every part of your body, it makes sure it fires like your leg is firing. Exactly right. So yeah. it's going to, while you're walking, it's building your muscle just like it is because okay. that's a lot of the problem is uh, paralyzed people lose yeah, you, all muscular, the right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, bone density yep. and all that. And, you know, that's why I'm so lucky with being able to stand and getting Feel up it. and yeah. Yeah, all that. Huge, I, I've yeah. got um, a lot of... Uh, uh, I've got good bone density, and I've got good opportunities and strength, and I've got to do a lot of things right, right. only because of that. Because you had that. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's good, man. No, I'm, yeah. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm down when I hurt. Sure. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I have a, mm, I have a super pubic tube okay. drilled into my bladder. I have oh, jeez. Tube drilled right into my bladder. Yeah. Okay. So that gives a open wound. Uh huh. Yeah. So. I can stay sick all the time. Uh, right, right, right. Well, sure. UTIs. Yep. I mean, yep. it's like some of the worst pain. <sighs> oh, yeah. and it's like, man, it's like somebody's got a lighter. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. It's like, oh. Sean has that same sensation. Yeah, but sometimes. that's chlamydia. <laughs> 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 you can hang with yeah. us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can hang We're with good. us, my friend. We're good, dude. That was awesome. Uh, what's the, the rehab process? I mean, it's—I assume it's different today than it was when it when it all started. But I mean, is it a, is it a seven day a week, ten hour a day kind of gig? I wish. I wish. Um, I go. I'll go um, from ten to eleven on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yeah. Uh, to a guy that is a three-time Guinness Book World Record holder, um, he picks me up right out of my chair, and first thing he does is lift me up and throw me on my feet. Right. So actually, he's got me standing there, yeah. balancing me, yeah. like a, you know, like you would. And I do hand therapy after yep. that yep. on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yeah. 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 Did you drive yourself here? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought that's awesome. yeah. I thought I saw you drive up. That's yeah. Black Beauty. We're gonna have to get you. You have to get a wrap on that thing, like our I know, actor. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you you, you got get to me a, a ride, a sponsored okay. factory deal, yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. well, I, I need teammates, man. We gotta get your. Uh, we gotta get his driver ranking. Yeah. <laughs> right. You were NASCAR. You might be gold. Yeah. But. Oh, mom and dad are out of here. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Now I can start. Tell the real story. Start party. Pass that. It was nice meeting you. Nice meeting you. Take care. So, speaking of driving, you got to drive a stock car at Rockingham with the Accessible yeah. Racing Group. What was it like getting back? I mean, you're obviously driving on the street, so it's not like you don't have that sensation, but they basically had a hand-controlled stock car. Yeah, and they had it just like I drive in my van every day, and yeah. um, it was so awesome. It was um, something that they brought up. Um, a, a guy brought up Brian at a... I think he's from New Hampshire. Um, brought up an awesome idea and put it in there. Um, the seat moved out. The door opened. So all they had to do was lift me in, throw me right in the seat, and it would roll back in there. And um, when they brought it up, it was, it was such a cool idea. I wanted to do it. But then when they said that two... 
uh, wounded veterans were going to get to do it. One an amputee, and uh, the other one was an amputee, but he had um, whatever you call uh, extension. Okay, prosthetics. Yeah. Yeah. prosthetics. Yeah. I knew yeah. that word. Yep. Yep. Uh, prosthetics. He had prosthetics. Yeah. And um, man, if you'd have seen their eyes when they got to do it. Yeah. One guy I ended up. Uh, no one keeping up with him. Oh, I cool. saw on TV yeah, yeah. a little bit ago, uh, a couple of years ago, he ended up getting married. Oh, cool. Good yeah, man, man. To the girl that he had there that day. Yeah. So, yeah, that was uh, unbelievable. I averaged 101 miles an hour. Nice. nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, too fast. That was way too <laughs> yeah. But I. So, uh, were you fastest on the day? No, 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 no. no. You weren't, you weren't uh, faster no, than Those boys were faster than Really? Me. Yep. Because man. they didn't know better? Like no, super close I, to crash I felt like uh, I wasn't too far out of brain injury to where I didn't need to be injuring this thing again. So, I wasn't two years out. So you got a brain injury and got smarter, sounds like. I somehow yeah. did, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've got, I hit my head hard enough to where it was out of service so long that it just it impact and just regains so much, right. you know. You got perspective. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I got gotcha. you. I understand. Uh, I, I see and understand results. It can happen. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Is your impression of what the body can with, with you know, withstand increase now, knowing what you went through, seeing what you're able to come back from? Um yes, until I go to Shepherds yeah. and I see someone that just dove into water That's exactly and will never move again. Yeah. She's you know, lucky that she has mobility, well, but yeah, some people don't. A lot. Right? Of, I mean, I know a guy right now that's at Oxford right now. He just graduated in three yeah. years from Duke. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's the Mac Daddy. He'll be the next president. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I yeah. really honestly think that he's one of them that smart people. He's driven like that. Right. And the only reason he can move now is because he works so hard, yeah, but he can't. It's not a lot, right? You know, and well, you said when we talked a couple of days ago, <clears throat> you started going back to school, trying to figure it out, and you're like, "Man, going to college at 37 with a brain injury is fucking hard." Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, I can, I can understand this." Yeah, I wouldn't need a brain injury to tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Because for me, I suck in school. I'm like, well, I'm actually paying, trying to pay attention. Right now, you yeah. want to do a good yeah, job, right? See, I, uh, <laughs> I'm flying drones. Uh-huh. Oh, oh shit. You're flying drones. Yeah, good I, for you. Um, okay. Still got my hand eye. You yeah. can do our videos. So yeah. I can. I've been doing that, and I just got the <laughs> best one. You know what I mean? Like that. Yeah. Sean has has a nice one that he does like videos with. Got, so he might have to got? hire you. I got the DJI uh, uh, Phantom Raw or Inspire Raw. Oh shit! You yeah. got that one. We spent one? some money. Yeah. That's like oh stupid. man, yeah. that's stupid. the Mac yeah. Daddy. Yeah. I got I, I got do? Phantom Four. Oh, that's Ooh. a good one though. Pro yeah, that's plus. a great one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pro Plus. Excuse me. Yeah. But now it's not. Well, you may have you may have a job. That inspire. One day I will be good at it. I'm like, oh, that's, that's, not, what, yeah, that's why I'm going to school because I have too many friends that own real estate companies that want prettier pictures yeah. of real estate, yeah, right, right, right. You know, yeah, houses. Yeah. Uh, cool, man. I'd like to fly into neighborhoods right. and give a tour. Mm -hmm. If someone's going to buy a house, this is what it looks like going yeah. through the neighborhood. Okay. Going up well, when you're, when you're ready to move to L.A. and chase some L.A. girls, you can work for us. Uh, um, the money is terrible. The money is terrible. I'm, I'm yeah. fine with that. We're going to put life. you on the podcast trip. Yep. I'm yep. fine. Yep. Uh, you can drive. Well, I, I, we'll have to get some, <laughs> we'll have to we'll get some steering you. control. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's all good. But, no, yeah. I mean, um, I I really had a great time already 
expressing everything with y'all, telling y'all so much. But I'm ready to move to L.A. tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, you better watch those words, boy. No, <laughs> you say I that really now. Am. You say that weird now. people out there, man. I'm right learning right. to – I want to get the – I really do want to learn it. So I start off at photography, yeah. and then I'll work my way up to video, I hope. Okay, so but like so drones, so production seems to be what's caught your eye. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's because I, I know I know a lot of people that do it that are, are that don't even have style if you know what I mean. And <laughs> you you exactly watch your mouth. <laughs> you watch your you're mouth. About, are you about Trump? Are you talking <laughs> about me? Have you seen my? <laughs> <laughs> you see my shit? <laughs> 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 yeah. We'll take this outside. I just know that this is <laughs> in your chair. I will drag your ass out of your chair. Jeez, this guy, this guy, a little out of hand. Okay, <laughs> all right. Shane, uh, put the knife down. <laughs> uh, but it's see. um. That is, I don't know what the hell we're talking about. Well, we do a uh, pass-along question on the show, so every guest gets one from the guest before. And we had lunch, crazy enough, with uh, Jeremy Mayfield today. Right. Yeah. And so and he wanted to say hello, by the back way. Yeah, he back. did the exact same thing. He was like, yeah, you tell, you tell him I said hello. So his question for you, you kind of already answered it for you, but we'll let you kind of give a broad answer. But his question was, what are you doing now? What am I doing now? Well, if there's one thing that I said I am doing, trying to get better. Yeah. And then that's in a thousand different ways. I mean, you know, health, strength, finance, looks. Ah, you look good, brother. Yeah, that you're shit. doing fine. Looks department. I have it all, <laughs> but um, I, uh, I really need to say hello to. I'd like to pass him back to Jeremy. Uh, he's a, someone I watched growing up, and he kind of caught a little bit of shit that I did, and uh, but he, he he got through his and fought off his and found out that I guess he didn't do his. And I, I I'm for sure I did mine, <laughs> and um, but he's a good person to speak to and follow behind I gotta ask you've noticed like every girl I've noticed you've noticed you are you're a man on the prowl like it are you any girls in your, in your life no I actually um purposely try I'm, I'm I'm too I'm too one tracked minded and that's all I would care about ah copy so okay. I don't need that in my life yeah, right, right. You, uh, you got enough on your plate that you don't need yeah, to be chasing I mean, that. I got enough shit. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I just, I, I can't clean this plate I got. You yeah. know? <laughs> I can't put any more on it. All right. Tomorrow, we're having dinner with a guy named Tommy Byrne. You probably don't know Tommy, but he uh, was a uh, short-lived for Formula One driver, kind of a journeyman through the sport, famously kind of marched to his own, be- his own drum. Where's he from? He's originally from, I want to say, an Irish guy. Ireland. Yeah. But now he's lived in Ohio, and he's one of the full-time instructors at the Mid-Ohio Track, as well as just a, he's written a book about his career called Crashed and Burned, and he's a, he's a really cool guy. So if you ever had a question you could ask Tommy Byrne, anything at all, what would it be? Well, I wanted to be a Formula One driver growing okay. up. Okay. So truthfully, how awesome is it knowing that you're one of the top 20 best drivers in the world? If you're, are, you, are you cool doing a weird joke with us? Yeah. All right, I'm gonna. I'm He's gonna, like, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. gonna. I'm gonna. We have a recurring joke where we. Um, do you know? Do you know Larry Gunselman? Yeah. Do you really? Fuck yeah. Oh. 
shit. He's from Waterloo, Michigan. Dude. He knows right. his shit. I okay. used to drive that 31W <laughs> insulation car when I was in Bush. Is it? You, oh, wow. <laughs> How'd you we like joke that? about Lord Larry. Are y'all buddies with him? No. Stuff? No, no. When we are you? Tea, you're okay, good. No, nah, we just joke about him. I mean, he oh, was you like, make fun of him? <laughs> Sorry, kind of, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us a gunsman joke. Okay. Well, well I mean, that's just, okay. Right. Yeah. Well, ours was if you had a bad night, they're like, God damn, you like little Larry Gunsman out there. <laughs> that's real, right? That's we did not tell you to say that. Dude, that's no, real. I, I no, 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 no. I, yeah. I understand. Well, I'm saying this for the audience. I'm saying this for the audience. Right, right, right. That's this real. Was, you no, did, we didn't prompt you. You just said that. No, I swear. Holy shit. Sean. You didn't say anything because I, I didn't. I God. didn't say anything to him. Okay, uh, you're gonna, here's now why. we have to tell you here's, why. Yeah, this is why I was like, I yeah, had a oh. feeling it was coming. I was like, oh, shit. we've been all season, no joke. And like, keep in mind, you're the only guy outside of a buddy of ours who who actually knows him. You're our like twenty something recording. Uh, so our first guest was Frankie. Dario Frankie. And yeah. and uh, we do a, every road trip. We we like steal something from the first episode and have like a running joke that we run through everything. So Frankie tells us a story this year about how he crashes at Talladega, blows a tire, <laughs> and like a hundred <laughs> yards later comes Larry Gunselman, slams into him, ruins Frankie's. So all year we've been walking around, or this whole trip we've been walking around telling our guests if they could find a way to say the word Gunselman. Yeah, but, into in, one of their but in any I way, I did. Yeah. I just shared a right. great one. But yeah. no, most of these guys have never heard of them before, so they're like, "Yeah, sure." And here you are coming at us with the real. You guys were really walking around saying gunslingers. Man, I swear. <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> like, that is the greatest thing you could have ever said. <laughs> well, that whole thing's going in yeah, because holy. We yeah, have pictures. That's real. No, we don't know the guy at we all. We don't know him. Like, like he's gonna hear about this through like <laughs> Dorsey. Say him, look him up. He's like, <laughs> he's like, look him up. It's a good idea, actually. <laughs> Holy, that's too cool. Oh, Shane Miller, you're our guy. Yeah, you are 100 percent our guy. You are the official mm -hmm. third member of Dinner with Racers. Yeah, you when uh, when you're ready to move to LA, let me know. That's good. You didn't. You didn't. You know, I swear to God. You swear I swear to God. God. Dude, that is so funny. Yeah. yeah. So oh, in Jesus. panic, you guys were like, oh, I've done some of this. Well, we didn't bring it up unless you were running like. And somebody was just poking fun. But maybe it was his equipment. Maybe it wasn't him. Yeah, no. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. The story's the same. Yeah, I agree. You're a good man, Shane. You're a good man. Well, this all worked out. Yep. Yeah. This uh, it was okay. worth it before, was our but you have no idea yeah. what you just brought. That to was this our table. that was our weird weird joke we were gonna pitch you. Yep. Oh. That's why I stopped. It was like I have a feeling. Yeah, like, right. As soon as you were like, oh. All right. Yeah. So you know, what would you want your legacy to be? Uh, I don't believe in failure. Okay, that's good. Yeah. And that would be, you could write all of that because that means a thousand things. To me, it does. Yeah. You know, I don't believe in. I mean, I, I believe in you can always get better. You know, uh, if you're not getting better, you're getting worse. I live by that a little bit. Yeah. Just small things like that. Yeah. You know? I just want everybody to always get better. Yeah. I think it's because I've dealt with it my whole life. Sure. Yeah. Trying to just get... I mean, I'm not... I don't need a lot better. I'm talking about just inch my way right. up. But... If 21-year-old Shane Meal walked through that door right now, what would you tell him? Uh, come in here and have a beer because I know you're just smoking a joint out in the car. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need that. 
Okay, so your dad worked for uh, worked for DEI. Uh, did he ever mention working at the mill? No. You were never hanging out with Junior. He's like, Shane, big race no. this weekend. No. I ain't going back to the mill. No. <laughs> I ain't going back to that mill. <laughs> oh, right. You know Dario Franchitti, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's but driving our car, so we got to go get him, get him some food, and get on the road. Go so, get Dario's so, food. Right. Dar- uh, <laughs> Continental's got the check. By the way, I don't think we ever mentioned in the hosting or uh, in the episode itself, uh, Shane's parents, Lisa and Steve, uh, took off a little bit early. And what we didn't know was when they did that, they actually covered the check for us. So Continental did get the check in spirit, but actually Lisa and Steve Meal got the check on this one. So uh, we never got a chance to properly thank them. So thank you. Wasn't necessary, but thank you nonetheless. So hope you enjoyed, Shane. he fits in that company of just guys we feel like we could have just hung out with afterwards. He was just kind of one of us, and so uh, hopefully we can uh, see him around soon. He's an awesome guy. Anyway, we're going to uh, revisit a band we played earlier in the season, a band called Fury. Uh, they submitted to us a few weeks ago, and uh, here's another one of their tracks called Wake Up. If you had a conscience, would you just ever wake up? There was a lot that's going on, it's hard to stay up. I'm a reminder to have faith and just stay prayed up. We get weary and the fear what we have to make up. And they are dependent on us to come and rise up. It's crazy how we're still asleep until we lack sleep. We can't see clearly like the ruler, y'all are black sheep. But I just wonder, are you sleep? Or are you woke? I'm sick of all the people calling my people a joke. In my mind, when I was born, I was given a vital purpose. I didn't utilize to be doing y'all disservice. Your punk, yes. And let us follow our pride. We're not progressing, not progressions, that's why. And if not, we will remain to be affected. Our story getting our essence and the lies up in our present. Where the gifts were all oppressed. We'll stop the cycle of the bad habits. Too many years, too many tears that this low has inhabited. Dysfunctionalities in our reality. And let us make come in together, though normality. Cause this time. It's time to wake up, Papa, and it's time to wake up, Mama, and it's time to wake up, Brothers, and it's time to wake up, Sisters, yo, it's time to wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, to my homies in the struggle, wake up, it's time to wake up, wake up, it's time to wake up, wake up. To my mother, to my father, big pardon if I start to shed a tear. Now it's harder, you ain't here. Got a daughter, though I swim through murky waters with these sharks in the dark. Still remember what you taught us. Nothing death, no, it caught us off guard. Tuffin' in this off hard. This life was yours to live, not all. So I forgive, cause you did what you was put on earth to do. Hey, kids, gave love, that was irreplaceable. Pray I make it to the age, I can finally face the truth that life is what you make it. Please don't waste it, chasing you forever, young, forever dumb. Search for wisdom, where you from? Doesn't mean you will become what they say, cause one is done. You're the author, the director, life is precious Protector, don't infect you with the poison Keep enjoying, but reject the ones that tips you They simple, they not even on your level Try to pimp you, but walk tall and watch them live to wake up, yeah. Papa, and it's time, it's time to wake up Mama, and it's time, time to wake up Brothers, and it's time, time to wake up Sisters, yo, it's time to wake up, wake up Wake up, wake up, to my homies in the struggle Wake up, it's time to wake up, wake up it's time to wake up, wake up, and this is for my 
generation know we facing crossroads I'm certain of their goals Others want the lost souls And they drifting in the wind No doors are opening It's hard to find a friend And your mind is struggling To comprehend predicaments you've been in You try to be a hero It makes you a villain No feelings But please don't let it numb you No need for you to crumble If you fall down on your knees Just pray one day you'll come to the need of realization Saving civilization means giving your dedication Not living for recreation Cause party is such a blatant way of staying Lack of patience for the road the Lord is saving Important that you stay in tune It's time to make a statement You ain't even gotta say it All about the moves you making You just gotta choose the face and focus your mind Watch the roads that wind again and straighten And you 